Hi, we're Candor Beach, and we're here to talk to you about the impact of entertainment on today's society. Sailesh, speak to us about your experiences with, like growing up, what did you consider entertainment and what is it like today? I, I think, you know, entertainment while growing up was gaming, you know, for me. Um, okay. I, I would say if my family uh, would be watching these soap operas, right? So uh, that was one form of entertainment. So television entertainment. Second thing with me, I would say, you know, gaming. I, I, I used to love playing um, video games, computer video games, especially PC. Um, so that was that was my experience growing up as um, thinking entertainment. What about you? Oh, I was obsessed with games myself, like Age of Empires, Road Rash. I, I don't know if you remember Dangerous Dave. I played them I, all. I very excited about it. Sorry? I remember Road Rash. You used to take the club and hit that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and eventually it progressed to FIFA. I don't know where that... Ah. I still have my joystick <laughs> yeah. close at hand. Yeah, no, I I was a massive gamer back when I was a kid. I also was very into cartoons. Um, uh, cartoons, I, I don't quite know what I found attractive about it, whether it was the bright animation or it just was a sort of thing that I did while I ate. Um, yeah. There's also books. So both my parents worked. And so I was frequently left home alone and it wasn't like I could watch unlimited programming because back in the day, we didn't have streaming. Streaming mm. is new. So I I was left with a lot of books and I had the privilege of getting to go through some of the best authors there are. So that was my upbringing. But what does entertainment look like to you today? Because for me, it's largely YouTube and streaming. Today, it's uh, mostly streaming, um, like you said, it's mostly streaming, right? So you have this, uh, the subscription environment, like you have multiples of these subscriptions. You have Sony Live, you have uh, Disney Hotstar. You, have you know, this is a conversation that like as a management consultant, like we go about selling to our clients. We live in an experience economy. We live in a subscription economy. You're right. Yeah. Everything has tiers. Everything has subscriptions. Massive. Um, so what, in your opinion, spans entertainment? We've talked about online games. We've talked about streaming, but it's not limited to just that, is it? No. So you have the music industry, um, you know, art appreciation, like um, entertainment can be even like going to an art gallery. You know, that's an entertainment uh, in itself. Um, enjoying art, you know, um, bidding on art. Uh, that is entertainment. Uh, we can we can consider horse Friday racing. nights at a yeah jump straight to gambling. Let's not talk about vices and potentially legal things. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. In many countries, you know, I, even in India, certain parts it's legal horse racing. Yeah. Uh, as a musician, I I find music very entertaining. I have a piano sitting right there, and a guitar right next to it. Uh, I remember spending a lot of my eve, like the weekends, like going down to restaurants where you have like live bands, concerts. Taylor Swift's a massive phenomenon today because of the because because of what she does for her people. And I, I'd like to speak to it if that's okay. 
because I was thinking, considering the music industry, it isn't just down to the performance, is it? Like the performance is like that last mile delivery of sorts. And that in itself is massive money. Ticketing is a huge business in itself. But then with respect to music, you have composing the song. Like if it's a collaboration, you have multiple people coming in, writing the song, producing the song, coming up with the lyrics, coming up with uh, the music. Uh, you have a legal team that that processes your copyrights, your mechanical copyright, your your master copy, the recording copyrights. And what else? Like all the way to security at the venue, uh, accessories that you might want to sell at the venue, concession stands. It's a massive, massive industry today. Yeah. But do you know where it started? Um, I would say, you know, um, like the gladiatorial sports, uh, yeah. especially concerts like that, like everything started like NBA games. You go to an NBA game, like a basketball game. You know, you everything is monetized over there from you can buy a hat to those um, little, um, you know, uh, souvenirs you get. Everything is monetized. Foam so, fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that is that is the business of it. So I like I mean, how we I, I like the juxtaposition of Taylor Swift and gladiators. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was watching this Netflix program. Uh, it was called... Uh, I think the Roman Empire, and they were talking about the uh, this emperor Commodus, who heavily yeah. relied on like you had, you had plagues during his time, you had famine, and you had to take the attention off the mobs, off the masses, off of these troubles, and ameliorate their condition to an extent. Like one way is obviously alleviating it by providing them with food, clean food. Uh, help and if you weren't doing that or weren't capable of doing that for whatever reason you distracted them and entertainment was that source the gladiatorial games that you were referring to was that source so entertainment yeah. has in our lives served to educate in our lives it has served to train us i think like with video games what do you get you get cat-like reflexes for some you build your reflexes, you build your cognitive cognitive abilities, your spatial recognition as you traverse through environments. So it, it has an educational angle. It also serves to distract. But where do you think that's going today? Because if I remember correctly, when we were talking about the business of social media, we were talking about TikTok's algorithm and how it is different in America and or, or the West versus China. Can you speak yeah. to that again, please? Oh, yeah. We, we, entertainment can be a double-edged sword so we have um you know we have tiktok which is actually which amplifies um your productive entertainment videos in america uh, in, in china, china actually. yeah uh, but when it comes to china uh, in america it's it's a whole different ball game it actually uh, you know amplifies um um type of challenge like you know like which is self-destructive very very uh bad um you know entertainment like that so which actually becomes viral after some time so there is a massive difference like how tiktok uh, algorithm handles in china and america so that is something we should be look on the lookout for um but most of all i would say the entertainment, the there is a massive difference in how the entertainment is spread, um, because the pro proliferation of high-speed internet, 
So if you look back, the technology has basically enabled enter entertainment, is yeah, what you're saying. So Completely agree. If you, yeah. Back then, we used to have a movie. We used to go buy a CD or DVD, you know, and or go we, to the theater. Yeah, remember those? You know, those days were different. So, but now it's it's just a click of a button. It's 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 uh, it's at the tip of your fingertips, you know. So. So there's a massive difference in how entertainment is uh, uh, spread spread so out right now. What you're getting at is the velocity of influence has increased today. Yeah. Uh, would you say the the level of influence has increased as well? Because of yeah. the velocity? Yeah, exactly. Because you can go online and some guy, let's say some, some gentleman online on Twitter probably has a uh, few Not million uh, followers at a, at a, you know, he can spread his message at a click of a button. So, right, and that message could be just about anything. But that's well, that's a yeah. fascinating point of view. I was also thinking, like when we were talking about movies, there are, and this might not be true to a, to a, for a large audience, but there have been instances where you see certain behaviors that are demonstrated by people you idealize on the silver screen that you choose to replicate. Certain behaviors that are meant to be restricted to the silver screen, behaviors meant to be for entertainment purposes only because drama sells. You can't have, you can't have regular behavior and expect that to consistently sell. So you have exaggerated, uh, act, uh, like one example would be like where the the protagonist follows this woman and stalks her until she falls in love with him. Now that's that's romanticized on the silver screen, but obviously that's that's something that could get you into prison in the real yeah. world, and that's not something that everybody has the cognitive ability to comprehend. You have at this point in time, I believe you have uh, you have grades, right? Like you have uh, PG. PG-13, PG-17, uh, A ratings, ad I mean, adult ratings, but that doesn't really speak to cognitive ability or the total influence that it might have on your behavior. Like you have adults who are behaving because of exposure, because of uh, how they've grown up, who aren't able to comprehend and process some of these things. I, I'm sorry, like I know we were talking about the positives of entertainment, but this just struck me and I, I felt like I should speak like, to it. You know, when you say, you know, like, for example, there's this uh, TV show called Ozark. It's on Netflix, right? So yeah. it goes about the, uh, the guy who is Jason Bateman going, uh, he's one of the best money launderers for the second biggest cartel. And you watch that, you are actually rooting for the guy to do a better money laundering, so or launder the money. So, <laughs> so it's it's true. Everybody does it. So, hey, what about that? What about Breaking Bad? How I've I've never watched that. But yeah, wasn't Breaking that about Bad. like cocaine Fantastic. or something of that sort? Yeah. So you're rooting for the guy who is making uh, the, the best quality methamphetamine. So, you know, you are actually rooting for a protagonist. You know, who is causing destruction on the society. So these As are- As opposed to euphoria, which shows the destructive effects of uh, drug use. Exactly. I've watched a few episodes, but that's sending you a, that's positively reinforcing how you should behave. Like you should yeah. understand that um, 
what are drugs also called? Under the influence, whatever, like driving under the influence is what I was thinking. Yeah. But like when you are under the influence of some of these things like alcohol or drugs or what have you, they have a certain impact on your body and you need to ensure that you understand that. And like if you have the media, if you have media, if you have, I shouldn't call it just entertainment, if you have instances where I am educating you about the sort of behavior that is expected and I'm not talking about a regime sort of behavior. Like I'm not trying to take on uh, Kim Jong-un's position and saying that, oh, this is how my society should behave. But this is not yeah. good for you. This is not good for you. And this is good for you. Consuming Tide Pods is not good for you. But educational or academic, uh, academic, uh, I don't want to say vices. <laughs> activities let's just call it activities they're they're good for you you should focus on how you are going to better your life Pro productivity is good travel is good we have yeah. a significant portion of instagram that's dedicated to just travel health well-being and we see that picking up today sorry you were saying and cooking you know like uh yeah. you know like you have um you know, that that's another entertainment form you know like I remember my mom watching all these cooking, uh, you know, like um, um, cooking, um, what do you call it? They have it in this huge kitchen. <laughs> my mom this. watches it as well. I used yeah. to watch the MasterChef. I loved MasterChef. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even now, I actually watch it certain, certain ones. There was this one I was watching about making lasagna, you know, so um, <laughs> it's another form of entertainment. So... If you look at it, um, people need to, uh, you know, um, figure out which is the better part of entertainment and what is destructive part of entertainment. That's fair. So can we jump into OnlyFans? Because that's a <laughs> look. That's a massive part of what's out there in the internet today. You have you have people who. And this isn't a comment on how they're dressing, but. But essentially, the message that could potentially be absorbed, you have people who are trying to make it uh, make it on platforms like OnlyFans. You have people trying to make it as models or influencers on Instagram and TikTok. And what is the behavior that they are focusing on? They're focusing on dance because that's what the platforms uh, currently amplify. Reels are massive. Uh, they're focusing on dressing a certain way. And there are instances where you explore provocative dressing in real life versus provocative dressing online and the sort of messages that you're sending overall, depending upon like your audience. And like there are lots of caveats. So I'm, I'm not speaking to anybody specifically, but the issue, like what are you trying to drive? Because OnlyFans, when you're talking about earning money off of a platform, it isn't like everybody gets to earn money. The average is quite... Let's not speak to the average. Let's speak to the median. The median is not very profitable. The median isn't something that is easy to live off of. There are a select few that are doing well, and that's the lifestyle that you see, that, that that's the lifestyle that you're influenced by. How do you think that's impacting the future? How do you think that's going to impact the future of society? So the, the question is, like, I eventually... Sure. It was long-winded. Sorry. Money. You're you're making good money, uh, but what are you gonna tell your kid? 
your kids gonna eventually gonna come up. Mama, what do you used to do? I, I used to strip on OnlyFans. So that is gonna be a huge eventually, you know, like for some people it's fine, but you know, but how are you gonna answer to that? So that is one so thing. What you're driving at is potential and an and impact on your conscience, like she? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. No. Like there is the argument for look, this is the best that I could do given the economic circumstances that I had. Like we, you and I are privileged. Now we can't speak to certain conditions that people have gone through and what they need to do to pull pull themselves up in society. No, it's it's a good form of entertainment. It 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 does, but you know, specifically, like how do you think it's going to influence the future? What do you think is going to happen? With OnlyFans? Uh, entertainment in general. Like, I, I know we drove at OnlyFans, and you can use that to springboard off of whatever your point is, but, like, no, but the, swing the, hard. The, like, I would say the entertainment perspective, if, if we keep the OnlyFans aside, entertainment going to be, you know, um, immersive, you know, eventually. You know, mostly going to be uh, gamification and immersive. So OnlyFans in VR? Only fans in VR, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah gaming is going to be immersive, entertainment in general. Like we talked about Apple's uh, Vision Pro as well, right? Like beautiful device. Immersive experiences, I understand, but in terms of behavior specifically, because as I see it, there is a trend for where social media has been out there for about 13, 15 odd years. There has, and I don't think acting as a profession or musicians as a profession, that's evolved over time. Like today, musicians are entertainers. Today, actors are entertainers. Back in the day, it was just, it was just another job. Like I'm talking about 20, not 20, sorry, 40, 50 years ago. You weren't as highly paid as they, sorry? They're celebrities now. They're celebrities now, yeah. So it's a different if different ball game totally and that's something that's incredibly desirable because it's a glamorous life that they portray specifically on social media because you have to and it's it's something that is quite desirable if you are pulling in the big bucks that is something that a lot of people want to aspire to so considering that i see that there are a lot of people who are gravitating towards that to try and be they, they are trying to jump into the entertainment industry and trying to corner their own market. You have influencers for hair and makeup. You have influencer models. You have you have Paris Hilton wannabes out there who are just going to restaurants and taking pictures of themselves and posting that. Like What I'm getting at is value creation at a certain level is dying. You are not mm. necessarily contributing to what we consider productive society today like productive society as a definition might change in the future the value creation where you're just going about taking pictures of yourself or focusing on a tiktok dance it's not going to get you very far but that's where i see that's where i see the market going to unfortunately Entertainment, it eventually a certain kind of, uh, especially online entertainment, going to reach a, uh, a saturation point. You know, you think so, so? 
I think yeah. it's a curve. I think it's a curve. Like that's what Zuckerberg tried to do with the metaverse, right? Like try and jump, create the next curve for innovation in his field. That's what, uh, again, Zuckerberg and a bunch of other people are doing with immersive experiences. So I don't think there's going to be saturation. Think about it this way, Silesh, like with rising inflation, with economic turmoil, with kicking the can down the road with respect to debt. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to name names, but you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. when you're doing things like this, eventually you are going to get to a point where you need to turn off, turn off reality. Now drugs... Yeah is what people have historically done, but it's not easy to access that. So you do drugs or you find other forms of entertainment. You just have the death scroll on Instagram or on whatever platform, Threads, or shout out to Threads, a platform that I don't currently use. And a <laughs> sorry, you're going to have a death scroll on social media. You're going to have constant, you're, you're going to try and want to divert your focus. And it's easy, right? Like we were talking about it while we were talking about social media, the dopamine hits that you get, the rise in serotonin levels. You are also raising your cortisol levels, but nobody cares about that anymore. Like elevated cortisol levels are such a norm today that you don't understand that you're going through stress. Everybody has a cortisol level high. <laughs> Say that again. Everybody has a cortisol level high. <laughs> Yeah, the wrong kind of high, but yeah. that that is a problem. That that is how I see the future, and I think that something has to be done. Like we need to promote, we need to normalize going outside again. I know it's ironic for me to say this, considering I barely step up, but we need to normalize going out again. We need to normalize going to parks. We need to normalize playing outdoors. And I realize I'm talking about forms of entertainment again. At the end of the day, I realize that these are things that are being done. But considering the digital trap that we are fueling with innovation, with technology, and considering the behaviors that we are fueling on these digital devices, I feel like it is time to press pause and see how whether we can take a step back and go back into the sunshine. Yeah, I mean, if you look back, you know, like entertainment back in the day was going to a village fair, you know, right now, entertainment is watching a movie. There is a massive difference. So yeah. probably Netflix we, and chill. Have, we have to walk <laughs> back a little bit, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, closing thoughts. I felt like I gave my closing thoughts with the last sentence. Do you have something that you'd like to bring up? Yeah, I think entertainment should be, you know, like, you know, it should it shouldn't be destructive, you know. Yeah. So we should do everything to reduce the destructive part of entertainment, and um, you know, promote the um, you know the constructive part of entertainment. So that that if we can do that, you know, like we'll have a better humanity. Understood. And I am going to take a pledge that I am going to step out more. No, let's quantify this. Uh, every weekend, we'll, we'll resume our runs or what have you, but yeah. uh, an entertainment or a digital detox to ensure that I get the right form of entertainment. Yeah, more sunlight. I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one.